Hi, it's Melanie White here for another episode of the Habitology Podcasts, and this is number 14, Be Specific. What's being specific got to do with anything, you're probably thinking? Well, being specific makes the difference between a good life and a great life, and I'm going to explain how and why in this podcast. I'd like to start with a quote by actress Lily Tomlin. She said, I always wanted to be somebody. I just wish I'd been more specific. I love this quote because it really speaks of unrealized dreams and goals. And the key to realizing those dreams and goals in her mind when she came up with this quote was obviously about being specific. So let's explore what being specific means and why it's important and how you can use specificity to your advantage. I think first you need to learn how to pronounce specificity because it's quite a mouthful. But being specific means being exact or precise. Think of it as describing the smallest level of detail, giving the most clarity to something. They're just my definitions, but I think that gives you the picture of being precise, exact, specific, Well, I've used the word in the definition, which apparently you're not allowed to do. But anyway, it's about being able to measure what you're doing and therefore you're able to work out how to do it. So specificity means that you can measure what you're doing and therefore work out how to do it. In other words, the first way that being specific can help you is when it comes to achieving your goals. For example, if your goal is to eat a healthy lunch, it doesn't really tell you much, does it? But if you said, I'm going to eat salad with chicken and walnuts and a balsamic dressing, that's specific. Then you know what the healthy lunch is exactly and how to prepare it. And I mentioned that one first because I've worked with a lot of clients around healthy eating and weight loss. And they often say, gee, I don't know what to eat. And I wonder if it's because what they're saying to themselves is, oh, I need to eat a healthy lunch. They're not saying, I need to eat vegetables and protein. If you were really clear and specific about what you were going to eat and you told yourself that over and over, then you would probably know what to eat and when. So I think there's the difference between achieving and not achieving things, achieving and not achieving goals, because being specific helps you know what to do and when, or not. I want to talk about another area of being specific and achieving goals. I spoke to a client the other day who said she was really in the flow with her work and she didn't want to stop for a break. So in other words, she's putting off having a lunch break, delaying lunch and then having a bad afternoon because she's in the flow. And the first thing I wanted to explore was this concept of being in the flow. Why was it that the morning was an endless passage of time rather than a defined time slot with a defined outcome? And she definitely had a defined block of time, but she'd find herself in the flow and would then push through the planned lunch break. And we talked about the concept of planning to finish something in a time slot rather than planning to work on something. If you plan to finish something in a time slot, it makes the space to transition to the next thing. It gives you a clean break. So let's say, for example, that you're writing a blog on a Monday morning. You need a goal in that time slot, either to finish half of the blog at the end of that time slot or to have completed and summarized the blog research or to have written the full blog 
in the time that you allocated. It ties up the loose ends neatly and you mentally can allow yourself to move forward onto the next thing because you have a clear endpoint and a defined outcome. So when you're specific in your goals, you're more able to achieve them. And I've given you two examples there with the chicken salad and with the use of your time at work. Interestingly enough, I read somewhere recently, and it might have been in Alan and Barbara Pease's book, The Answer, I have a feeling, that the difference between millionaires and billionaires is the level of detail and specificity in the goals. Interesting, huh? That tells me that a billionaire with more detailed and specific goals is able to achieve more because they know exactly what they're doing and how to do it. So apart from being able to achieve your goals because they're specific and measurable, I just wanted to point out one other thing is that when you are specific with setting goals and especially if you're a coach working with a client and you're prompting your client to be specific when they set their own goals, it gives you less wiggle room. When you're new to something and you're learning something for the first time and you're not quite sure of the process and you're not quite sure if you're going to be able to stick to the goal, you're a little bit lacking in confidence. The more specific you are, the better, because you're less likely to find an excuse to get out of that thing that you set the goal around. So day-to-day life is great and achievement is great, but when you are making change to your habits, know that being specific gives you less of an out. It gives you less wiggle room. Therefore, you're more likely to achieve the goal if it's a realistic goal for you. So the second important benefit of being specific is that it gives you better communications and relationships. Being specific when you communicate avoids confusion and conflict and it saves time. I have lost track of the number of times that people I know have ended up in conflict because they haven't been clear up front about what they want or what they're going to do. And the classic is um, I can think of people who don't like writing agreements or contracts up front with their clients. And this, I've been in business a long time and I've seen this so many times over the years. People think that contracts are yucky or pushy or bossy. They don't like the feeling of the word contract or agreement. It sounds like you're being mean to the other person. I don't know, there's some sort of thing around this for some people. So what they do is they don't have any sort of agreement up front and then down the track, They find themselves in a situation where, hey, you said this and no, I meant that. So being really clear and specific up front about what you will or won't do or when you're going to do something and why and exactly how is so important. I think for me coming from a consulting background, uh, this is the number one thing we learned is that when you write a scope of work for a client, you're very clear about exactly what you do and the deliverables. That's what they're paying you for, the proof that you can articulate um, the work and the outcome. For example, you know, think of a day-to-day level. Someone says that they're going to come over and fix your fence. Great. Thanks for that. When, you ask? Oh, one day next week. Okay. Unless you get more specificity, potentially you're going to hang around home all week waiting for that fence guy to show up. And then it's Thursday night and the guy says, oh, sorry, I forgot, I'm a bit busy, can we make it next week? 
How are you going to feel after you've hung around home all week waiting for that fence guy to show up? Pretty rattled, right? Pretty upset. Pretty irritated. It's going to affect the quality of your relationship and you're frustrated because your fence still hasn't been done. It would have been much easier to say, okay, which date and time will you, will you arrive? Simple question to ask and go back to my other podcast that I said, um, the title of which is the answer to any problem is to ask a question. The more questions you ask, the more specificity you get, right? These kinds of things happen all the time in personal and business relationships. These loose and vague agreements um, up front cause hurt, indignation, neglect or a sense of being ignored down the track, all because there was a lack of specificity up front. So relationships and communications are way better when you're very specific. The third thing is that specificity helps you to save time. It helps you to be more efficient. Here's a really simple example of that. Have you ever tried to arrange an event or a meeting with somebody and ask them a simple question about when and where and then had 10 texts or emails back and forth to find out who's coming or what time because people are vague, they don't answer the questions directly and you have to find out more detail. They say, do you want to come on Saturday night or Sunday night? And they write back, yep. <laughs> you know, it's, it takes a lot of time to go back and forth when you could easily nail it with a very specific question and giving back a very specific answer. I remember in my old business, I was with a colleague and I said, I'd like your opinion on something. Can you just give me a yes or no answer? Do you think this or do you think that? And he says, well, Mel, you know, da, da, da. And he starts telling this story. I said, no, no, I just need a yes or no answer. I just want your opinion. Is it number the first or the, you know, which one? And he said, oh, well, there was this one time and I'm going, which one? <laughs> Which one do you think sounds better, the first or the second? And then he said, the second. I said, thank you. Well, that conversation could have gone on for hours because he wanted to tell a story. And I'm going, I just want the answer. But we got there eventually because I had to keep saying, answer the question. So here are some examples about how you can be more specific in your life to either achieve your goals or more likely achieve your goals to enhance communication and to save time. If you're writing a goal, it could be, I'll go walking on a Tuesday at 5 p.m. for 30 minutes. Or, here's a good one, I'll meet you at the shopping centre at 10, out the front of cafe, on the left of Coles, as you're looking at Coles. Have you ever tried to meet someone in a shopping centre and you spend hours searching for each other? Lack of specificity. The next one is about having a tangible end goal around something you're working on. I'll spend the next hour doing blog research and I'll finalise a draft blog plan by the end of the hour. That's the tangible outcome. What about a vision like the Lily Tomlin example in the beginning? My vision is to help individuals be their healthier selves by eating well and getting their motivation, self-talk and self-discipline in order. It's pretty clear what someone does when they say something like that. You see how crystal clear those statements are? There's no room for doubt or confusion. And this is the exact approach you need to take. You need to be specific if you want to achieve your goals, communicate effectively, or to be punctual or accountable. I hope that's been useful and I invite you to 
find opportunities to be more specific in your own life and see what a difference it makes. Start with one thing like your goals and work there or start with communications and work there and see what happens. See how it changes your quality of life and the outcomes that you get. All right, that's me signing off for another episode. Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, get in touch, melaniejwhite.com. Or if you think someone else could benefit from listening to this recording, feel free to pass it on their way. I love helping people and my dream is to bring coaching to the world. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.